Hello everyone and welcome back to episode 118 of your favourite Formula 1 show. Nung Wheel is back this time out ready to preview the Spanish Grand Prix. And I'm joined by Jamie183 who I've heard is actually attending a music festival this weekend <laughs> to celebrate the achievements of Will I Am's new Formula 1 song. So he's dressed up, ready to go. How, how are we doing, mate? <laughs> wow. Will I Am's song was pretty good, to be fair, but... Uh... I am not going to a music festival. I'm very good, actually. I've got a wedding today. Not my own, but... Uh, We're not yeah, getting him shipped off yet. We're recording extremely early in the morning to uh, allow me time to get to this wedding for 10 o'clock in the morning. So, yes, here we are. And to save some time later, I've uh, I've gone for an early pit stop and put the waistcoat on. Exactly. Ex- I mean, you have... Def- I mean, episode 118 isn't a particularly special number, but I'm happy you've dressed up for it <laughs> more than gonna, I have. Never going to top it. This there, there, is, there is definitely a bit of a contrast in attire here today. I mean, for those of you who are all, all, our audio-only listeners, uh, I, I'm wearing a fairly normal hat and hoodie like I often do for these shows. I, I look, I think... Fresh-faced is the way I'm going to describe it this morning. Uh, I didn't get out of bed long before we started this. Uh, and yeah, Jamie's come in the full waistcoat and shirt and everything. So it's nice that one of us uh, is still making the effort. <laughs> but I reckon, Jamie, what it actually is, is you're super excited for this weekend's oh, Spanish it. Grand Prix. The Spanish Grand Prix, my favourite race. No, it's definitely not my favourite race in the calendar. Um, yeah, decided to get dressed up, especially for uh, Fernando Alonso's first win in 11 years. Yes, 10 years, 10 years. 10 years. <laughs> well, I mean, that is, I think, one of the big talking points, isn't it, this weekend? You know, I've, I've heard the rumours, of course. Fernando Alonso, this is going to be, I think, apparently, this weekend will mark that he's raced in exactly one-third of all Formula 1 Grand Prix, so 33.33%. He is, of course, driver number 33, looking for win number 33. 30- is he? His number's 33. Nice. His number's uh, 14. Why did I think his number was 33? <laughs> Verstappen's 33. Why Why is 33 special to Alonso then? I'm so confused. It's not. I'm so confused by all these tweets. I've seen them all. It's all like, oh, he's definitely going to win because all this 33 stuff is going to happen. The race is on, what, the 4th of the 6th, 23. Add him up. It's 33. No way. He's going to win. And then he won't. <laughs> oh, there we go. Then that, that's quash that sort of hopes and clickbait and all that kind of thing. Well, all I knew um, as well was he was in garage 33. And it's yeah. 10 years yeah. since he last won a Formula 1 Grand Prix. So, washed up driver. Or what, Jamie? I mean, well, you know what? He may win. But he probably won't. Are we going to need a Red Bull replication of Mercedes 2016, aren't we? Is that what we're saying? Yeah, but unlike 2016, the the Red Bull drivers aren't really in the title fight anymore. So, yeah. I mean, I think Hamilton's points deficit was pretty much as large as Checo's is now. Was it 43 points, I think it was, in 2016? Which oh, there you go, probably, it was bigger than it is yeah, now. It's more than Checo's is. In fact, Alonso is probably closer to Max. Not quite, Hamilton but... It, to Rosberg. Yeah, yeah, but Alonso, I think, yeah, is about the same points gap away uh, from Verstappen as Hamilton was from Rosberg there. But, I mean, Jamie, the big talking point this weekend, though, before we go down the 2016 rabbit hole once again, I'm going <laughs> to save us from that, has got to be, of course... The new changes to Catalonia. We never thought these would happen. But finally, we're getting rid of the awful final chicane. Yeah. And I think when the chicane was bought in in 2007, the cars were about, like, 
three centimeters wide. So it actually made some sense to try and slow them down and give them another traction zone to be able to race into turn one. Um, but now the cars are about four feet wide, probably more than that. It's uh, a lot more than that. Yeah, it's a lot more than that. <laughs> like, it's such a clumsy chicane. That I'm so glad that it's gone. But I'm apprehensive as to whether it will actually improve overtaking or not. Because the first corner, realistically, isn't that easy to overtake. Like, you're, you're either just ahead and ready to break f- without being alongside, or you're, like, it's it's not a sending corner, is it? Because it's such a short braking zone. Well, tell that to Max Verstappen in 2021. 21? What did he, what did he do? Lap one, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Well, Hampton jumped out of his way at every opportunity, so that was fine. Because well, Verstappen <laughs> was going to take him out! <laughs> well, Ricardo no, still won a, that race. did a very good send in 2016 as well, didn't he? But... That didn't come off. So no, no, exactly. I mean, it's just not a good track for overtaking, unfortunately. Um, no. So yeah, but I mean, we can. I, the thing is, I feel like at the moment, the lack of chicane isn't going to make it worse. Is no, it? that's true. Yeah, and I think but, combined with the changes we saw last year, was it two years ago now? With the opened up turn eleven or turn yes, 10, 11 yeah, and. The final chicane, obviously, with a much more open final sector, it should be generally easier to follow than that whole last sector, really, than it yeah. has been three years ago. So, yeah, it it's definitely going to be an improvement, but it, it remains to be seen how, how much. Well, not only is it going to be an improvement, but it is also going to be the fastest version of the Spanish Grand Prix circuit that has ever existed of course, which is kind of mental as well. But apparently, and this is luckily, of course, because we're recording this on a Friday morning, so we can already see the cars being set up, it looks like most teams are pretty much running all their Monaco parts. It's going to be very high downforce still. Which is quite surprising, because, you know, it's got a lot of media speed corners, but there's not that many low-speed corners anymore with how fast the cars are. I'd argue there's no low-speed corners anymore. I guess, what, the lowest speed would probably be turn... Five, turn, no, yeah. turn four. Sorry, uh, no, it is turn five, isn't it? Yeah, turn five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The left hand so, down there. Either that or the corner after it. Mm, yeah, and like, I'm surprised they're just keeping the Monaco parts on, unless it's just that's what they travelled as, and they'll change them in, like, in prep of practice. But well, well that was what I saw this morning, and of course, free practice one doesn't yeah. kick off long after we're recording this show. I'm sure it's already happened uh, by the time the That's podcast would have yeah. gone out. And so, Hamilton crashed and broke his new side box. Hopefully not. Um, <laughs> but of course, what we'll say is that everything now we've just said will end up being wrong or something like that. But I mean, there's change as well down at turn one. Of course, the last few years it's been a bit. I mean, it hasn't really caused many issues, but it hasn't really made things particularly exciting either. Um, of course, that the gravel trap had been pushed so far away from the runoff area at Turn 1. Now it's very much, you've got this little escape road, of course, you've then got to rejoin the circuit after Turn 2 on the outside on the marbles. Um, but now the gravel trap has been shifted right back towards the circuit again. So less room for error this weekend, which should be nice. That's good, then. Um because, yeah, I think well, we saw a, well, when, the, when the Bollard system first came in, I think Grosjean was doing it every lap in twenty. Pretty much, yeah. It was quicker, so, wasn't it, yeah. at one point, which is yeah. not great. And then he tried to squeal on Hamilton for getting barged out too late Yeah, yeah. somewhere as well. Yeah. So Classic Grosjean, that. Grosjean, yeah. <laughs> no wonder he hasn't won a race in IndyCar. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, yeah, it should hopefully, of course... Uh, cr- I mean, it's all we can really hope for, isn't it? That it creates better racing, but it, it still feels like once Alonso finally calls it quits again, 
um, that you were finally going to get rid of it with a bit well, of luck. Science the Spanish Grand Prix circuit. If he stays at a top team, it's going to be annoying. Yeah, but he's not really like a lot of the people. The same with Mexican Grand Prix, really. As soon as Perez is no longer a driver, or no longer in Red Bull, at least, they'll probably get rid of it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Well, wait. I mean, the thing is, as well, with Mexico, it still feels like there's a brilliant track potential there. It's just not really yeah, utilised very it's just, well. It's just been designed so badly. But this is not about Mexico. We'll get onto that in October. We will. <laughs> That's a long way away still, isn't yeah. it? That feels weird to say. I mean, the title will already be wrapped up by then. Yeah, Max will be third in the all-times win list by then. So. Oh, dearie me. Dearie, <laughs> dearie me. Uh, but, I mean, you know, coming into this weekend, though, Jamie, of course, like we said, you know, Checo's nightmare last weekend. I think we've, I mean, any slim chances we had of a championship fight. We're, all, we're always going to be tested, weren't they? But can Checo bounce back here? He had a pretty decent race here last year, if you remember, until Team Orders got in the way. Um, you know, yeah, is, is there still potential? He, he didn't have the pace over Max last year, though. It's just the... Um, well, he did mistake, early on, and Red Bull just didn't let him utilise it. Wasn't it. Yeah, yeah, a lot of drivers did that, didn't they? Yeah. Early on. I mean, it should have been Charles Leclerc's easy oh, win, yeah. shouldn't it? Yeah. This was like... Well, after what race four was Imola, where Leclerc first messed up, and then this was the race where Ferrari's downfall really started, and then three races later it was done. So pretty much, yeah, yeah, locked uh, in, signed, I, and sealed. I don't expect Checo to outpace Max here. We kind of see Checo's best chances are kind of the unusual tracks. Max has said himself that uh, street tracks are not his strong point. He's definitely better on normal like race tracks, traditional so. racing circuits. Yeah, yeah. So I think on this track, Max got his first ever win on like seven years ago now. Um, oh, so worrying. <laughs> so worrying. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I expect Max will have the pace. But if it's like Monaco, it could be very tight with like, well, in qualifying Monaco, we had what, five teams all capable of getting within a tenth of pole position. So yes. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, one of the other big talking points, isn't it, this week, of course, has got to have been, I mean, he must be our favourite person in the world, surely. Laurent Rossi, of course, oh. <laughs> slags Alpine off to the ends of the earth back in Miami. And of course, when they're celebrating their podium, getting their pictures, who's right at the centre of <laughs> the shot? between the drivers. Between the drivers is Laurent. Like, honestly, he is the, the shame, kind of the guy... I reckon who will have turned around that weekend or got home after that Monaco Grand Prix to his wife if he's married and gone, you know what, I reckon I made the difference this weekend. I reckon <laughs> I motivated my drivers, my staff. I'm good at what I do. And you just think you look like such a dick. <laughs> like not Ocon, being funny. Ocon uh, went a tenth off pole because he was motivated by the thought of By Laurent Rossi. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. I mean, Ocon just loves Otmar Sapp now, doesn't he? I mean, to be fair, for Otmar, I mean, he's just a funny character, isn't he? Like, it's always mm. on the old Drive to Survives, watching him interact with Laurent Stroll. It's yeah. just so funny. Because so, yeah. he's just such a rare bear. Is and he feels like he hour. certainly when Aston Martin were first a thing, he had such a victim mentality the year that they changed the long wheelbase system to screw them all over. <laughs> Just yeah, I mean, like, but yeah. fair play. I mean, could I mean Alpine have said though, haven't they, that it could now be the norm for the rest of the year? And there's part of me that thinks it might not be uncommon for them to be fighting up towards the front. 
I mean, well, with your Mercedes, we had it with in Melbourne, your Aston. We? Well, that's what I was going to say. Mm. It's this isn't the first time it's happened this year. It's just the first time it's materialised. Yeah, yeah, because we obviously, I think Gasly was probably on for fifth in Melbourne. Or was it sixth before the red flag and all the chaos? Well, he was off. in that fight, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Before then, they took each other out. Yeah. Um. So that was very much like Alpine were right there with the big four. Um. So I don't. Yeah, I don't see why not, especially at tracks where potentially drivers can make a difference and you've got the likes of Sainz and Stroll out of the picture at tracks like that. So, yeah, we shall see. Sorry about the Stroll hate. I've got on it early this week. I mean, let's be, the, the Stroll hate is perfectly justified, isn't it, at this point? I mean, I think after Monaco as well, there's been a lot more talk from a lot of people um, about, about the Stroll hate. And, I mean, as well, Jamie... You know, we'll we'll stir that pot a little bit. Did you see how many shares Lawrence Stroll sold of Aston Martin this week? No, I actually didn't. I Something ridiculous, like twenty-one million shares. Where's they gone? Well, to other investors, one would assume. Mm, I suppose it's probably a good time to sell, really, isn't it? Well, the, the price is up about three hundred percent from when he bought his shares. Yeah. Uh, of course, <laughs> he's still a he's still the majority shareholder in Aston no, Martin, but it's not quite. Out. Maybe, maybe, you know, perhaps he's... Get Lando in. Get Lando in. Come on, Aston Martin, listen to us. Just get Lando Norris in your second car. Put Stroll to the curb. It'll be great. (laughs) I mean, and this is a genuine question then, Jamie. If no other team required the money that Lance Stroll can provide, can you... Like, if he got dropped by Aston Martin either tomorrow or the end of the year... Could you see any other F1 team picking him up for a drive? I'm not convinced I could. If it was purely, like, if he wasn't bringing money, I kind of don't see why they, anyone would. Yeah. Because, like, you know, you've got your traditional pay drivers, I guess you want to call them, people who bring a lot of backing, like the likes of, arguably, Joe, who's probably the biggest one we've got right now, but he's got a bit of talent with him. Like... Stroll isn't much of a step up from a driver like that, realistically. He's just got a bit more experience. So, like, if if teams want to take a gamble on Stroll, they would just take a gamble on someone slightly less proven with money. With so, a much more higher yeah. skill ceiling potential, isn't it? Yeah. Because I think this is the thing, isn't it, now? that I mean, we mentioned this a lot last year, didn't we? Uh, I mean, we, we've basically been talking about it since the move was announced in the first place. But we'd always said Sebastian Vettel was the perfect candidate to go in alongside oh, yeah. Lance Stroll. We we know wheel here. <laughs> we'd always said Seb's like, you know, four world championships, fifty odd wins, but last few years he hasn't been that good. So it kind of makes Stroll look a bit better. And then we said, of course, when Alonso was announced, you're like, Stroll's about to get his face kicked in. Yeah. Like, immediately. <laughs> like, Alonso hasn't Alonso hasn't gone into, like, teddy bear mode yet. And lo and behold, don't... it's, what, 5-0? 6-0. It's 6-0 in Qualian race. And <laughs> so, I, as well, I found an interesting stat this week. Um, Alonso, out of every driver on the grid this year, has the highest average qualifying position. Right. He's got I mean, an Max average. Had a bad one in Jedha, Max had a bad one in Jeddah and obviously Miami, which have skewed his odds back. Yeah. So Alonso currently so far, I think it is Max Checo. Sorry, Alonso Checo then Max is the top yeah. three at the moment. Wow. Alonso's got an average grid position of three point eight. That's insane. Strolls is eleven. Oh, 11. 11. and he's in the second best car. Now, yes, again, got a bit screwed in Miami and Monaco. 
But he's just... I mean, the thing is as well, isn't it? Is obviously Alonso has had podiums in every Grand Prix but one this year. Mm-hmm. Stroll has never even looked close to getting a podium. At any race. Yeah. And the, the one time he was quite close, he just drove into a gravel at Melbourne for no reason. He did completely so. bottle it. And, I mean, he yeah. was only really in an opportunity there through force majeure um, outside of his control. But he's yeah. just... Like, I do think he'll get a podium at some point this year. Oh, he'll absolutely on fluke my, my one. My predictions were definitely right. He'll absolutely fluke one at somewhere. And that'll be why then, like, the four Stroll fans on Twitter are going, oh, this is why he deserves his seat. You know, he's had a difficult year up against Alonso. But, you know, like, but you feel like, you know, Lando, I reckon, could easily keep up with Fernando. He would certainly um, not be as far off. I think he would absolutely have the pace to match Alonso once he got used to that car. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So, we shall see. But maybe this is the weekend for Stroll to get his podium. Maybe, maybe. I mean, has, has Stroll historically been great at Barcelona? I don't think so. I remember he just so. out Norris for no reason a couple of years ago. Yes, so. yeah. 2019, wasn't it? Yeah. Early on in Lando's career. Um, Jamie, though. We've got to go down a fun little pipeline quickly. Oh, no. Have you seen... Like, F1 fans, I think we've accepted, you know, maybe it's the rise of Drive to Survive, maybe it's how many Grand Prix there are and none of us get to socially interact anymore. (laughs) Have you seen the levels that people have been going to more recently? I think I know who you're referring to. Uh, I hope so, because it's on the notes. Yeah, and F1 fans are just a different breed, really. But, yeah, we've started seeing the rise of AI generally in the whole world, including what one of the inventors of AI is saying is going to destroy humanity, which I think is a bit far-fetched, but um, there we go. Clip that and play it when humanity's extinct. Yeah, uh, <laughs> That'll be Jamie's last words. Yeah, um, but people have started making fake accounts of like fake F1 journalists, not based on anyone. Uh, just well, then. loosely based on people, yeah, and then people. AI photoshopped. With AI images of like generic humans at on F1 grids and at F1 events and stuff like that with generic AI made quotes as well. <laughs> it's so weird. It's like, what's the point? Who are you trying to impress? <laughs> I don't get what their end game is with it. Like, because yeah. there's one that I saw who's an, who allegedly is an Aston Martin team member who apparently has used uh, or has deep faked from an actual Aston Martin employee. That's the other thing. They're all focused on Aston Martin. Which well, is bizarre. This year, really well, that's what I was guessing. That's the only thing I could work out. That's like that's just where the views are this year. But like the one that I saw had then tweeted out something about how he'd been robbed in Barcelona this week. I was like, oh, here we go. There's going to be a GoFundMe link posted up soon, and that's obviously where the exit scam comes in. Yeah. I don't think at the time of recording this, I don't think that's happened so far. I don't get what their goal is with this. Like, is it just that? I personally couldn't be bothered to waste my time doing that. Is it Are they... just attention, really? Like, well, that's what that's the only that thing I can lot. work out. People make fake accounts on Twitter and just stir the pot and cause drama, and they get a few likes, and they get their moment in the sun, and then it's done a day later. It's like who who cares? Just grow up. It's so <laughs> I guess so kids weird, probably. So yeah, with nothing better to do as you get towards. I mean, it's it's the. School holidays here in the UK this week, so maybe they're just a bit bored. But some of these accounts have been kicking around for months. But it's just now they're finally starting to get some notoriety because, of course, AI tech is moving on so quickly at the moment that now, of course, it's so easy to generate semi-believable fake 
there's usually F1 paddock screenshots and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I mean the famous one circling around at the moment, isn't it? Is like his paddock pass hasn't oh, got yeah, the right. One yeah, one strap it. and all yeah. this, that, and the other. It's just like why? Like I'd love that. That should be a podcast at some point, Jamie. We get someone on who's made one of these Twitter accounts so we can give them. We can give you the <laughs> so like we weird robot them. voice. <laughs> we can give you the weird robot voice if you like. But just like, what is the goal behind it? Like, is it just to troll? Is it for a little bit of social media clout? I mean, I can understand that, you know, content creating or all that. Um, you know, six likes on a tweet. Jamie, you probably won't know that feeling. I've seen your tweets. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, why? I don't get, like, why? Weird. Yeah, it's very strange. It just doesn't add up. Like, uh, Are we missing a piece of the puzzle or is it just someone's that bored? I or think a few people just, are that we're bored? just old. <laughs> a... I think that's what it is, yeah. We, we are just old now, aren't we? Yeah. Um, but I mean, one of them as well, you know, like I said, there's one claiming to be Aston Martin personnel and he was saying, you know, this week I had a Zoom call, you know, the car's going to be rapid, um, you know, get your bets on on my dodgy gambling site or something like that. I don't know. It's just... So, exactly. Yeah, go outside, touch some grass, kids. Um, <laughs> it'd be much better for you than pretending your weird Aston Martin hype man thing. I mean, that's the other thing as well, isn't it, Jamie? Like, I mean, it's nowhere near to this level of bad, but the rise of the news aggregator website Twitter accounts, isn't it? Oh, yeah, that just repost other articles or just like have gained. 70, 80,000 followers. And they from... send you, like, on a redirected link through their own website to the website of the article. Which is just, just quoted. Like, yeah. It's so, so weird. So, so weird. So, so weird. I mean, some of those accounts are... I mean, it, it, I think the problem for me, of course, is I'm a bit biased now against these accounts. Jamie, I've got a bit of a Why, story. What, what are they doing? So, you know, Formula Racers, that I think is still the most... Yeah, yeah. It was, like, the first big one, wasn't it? They used to follow me. And obviously, this was before they absolutely popped off. He's sorted. Gonna... He's lost his follow. This is uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just double check. Let me just see. So, uh, Formula Racers. They still kicking them out. Oh, here we go. Formula Racers. Nope, that's a fake account. Um. No, they are they do they not exist anymore? Oh, that's Has a win. Has it gone? <laughs> so, oh no, here we go. Here we go. 231,000 followers. That's mental. And not you. No, well, no, I'm still following that. Actually, that's a quick unfollow. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, of course, you know they they followed me very very early on. I think I actually had a conversation with him very very early on, sort of about you know what he was planning on doing with it and all this that and the other. Very very cool. And about six months later, he posted out a tweet that I can't even remember what it was, but I just gave like a sarcastic response. Um, Classic. It, you know, just no malicious intent. You know, just like the way it was worded, I thought it was a funny response. Got a few likes. Um, messaged me saying they didn't find it very funny and unfollowed me. And I was like, <laughs> "Bro's got no chill." <laughs> like, what's this about? <laughs> like, I was, I was like, I thought like genuinely like, when I posted, it, I, I didn't think there would be like any like you couldn't even read malicious intent into it. But he clearly wasn't happy that I like mugged him off with just like a funny little reply. So yeah, I got very quickly unfollowed, and now I've unfollowed them, and it's just like. Grow up, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, the news stories from three years ago with Matt. The news <laughs> aggregator web's tweets are so weird. Like, I follow a couple of them still, but like, it's just the fact that now you're getting sixty different tweets from exactly the same piece of information. Yeah, it's just a bit odd. Just a bit yeah, odd. Very odd. 
but that's the state of F1 Twitter nowadays. Yeah, don't just go follow on us. It. Yeah, just follow, follow us. us. At No and Wheel, I mean, we don't really post anything on the Twitter account, but maybe maybe we'll turn the Twitter account into an aggregator account chain. We should deepfake ourselves. Yes! <laughs> let's, let's try it. We shouldn't have announced it on the show. We should have deepfaked it. Yeah. We'll generate us at F1 events. Let's do it. Since we're we're going to start focus, doing that, yeah. I reckon. Well, I am. Yeah, nice for some, isn't it? Uh, are you not? Are you not? Are you not going no, to any I, Grand Prix? I, I'm not going to any Grand Prix this year. Very oh, Jamie, we're going we're gonna to change that. No one wheels going start on. Start a GoFundMe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll start. We'll do the deep fakes, and then we'll do a GoFundMe. Perfect. Perfect. Um, anything else to talk about? I mean, <clears throat> Red Bull, Ferrari, and now we can actually legitimately look at the Mercedes upgrades. That's hopefully going to be interesting. Yeah, we got. It's the first. Ooh, drop the headphones. We'll carry on. Oh, Sorry, I'll carry on. It's the first proper European race of the season, really. After obviously Imola was cancelled, Monaco is Monaco. So this is kind of the first big, obvious place to bring upgrades. Which, yeah, teams are doing. You've got, I think, Aston Martin are bringing a few minor ones as well. Red Bull have got some minors, minor ones. Sorry, that's <laughs> just some minors. <laughs> just, um, just brought some minors. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Mercedes new side pods are actually going to get put to the test in a real circuit this week. So. We shall see if that has any mix-up of the order. I don't expect much of a much of a switch around, but Mercedes certainly seemed comfortably better than Ferrari last week, who seemed kind of nailed in fourth, which is a shame for them, but quite funny. Oh, so Ferrari looked quicker in qualifying. They did look all right in qualifying, actually, didn't they? But they're just Ferrari still, so you don't trust them to turn that into results ever. Having a quick car is pointless if you're Ferrari. Yeah. You're still going to find a way to throw it away. I mean, I was thinking about this earlier on, because I, I can't remember why, but I was watching highlights from early 2022. How have Ferrari thrown away that much? Sorry? Like, how have Ferrari gone from being a decent threat still to Red Bull throughout most of 2022 to now just being nowhere? It was definitely a revolution. No, an evolution, not a revolution this year as well. So the fact that they've dropped behind the team who finished eighth in the Constructor last year and a team who were probably half a second slower than the most of last year is it was 7th, by the way. Sorry? It was 7th last year, by the way, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, was it 7th? Yeah, in the end. Come on, you know, Aston Martin fans like myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love me Alonso. Um, and Stroll, for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is... Uh, that was. Uh, I mean, we used to love Racing Point and Force India, didn't we, Jamie? Yeah. That organisation was great. But now... Ugh, now. I don't I, actually, actually like them from the point they became Racing Point, to be honest. But. Yeah. Jamie... Have you seen the Aston Martin auction that's about to go what? live? No, Literally I now, I think. Are they selling uh, their second seat? No. Jamie, they are selling, and when I say everything, I mean everything. In the So basically, of course, what's happening is the old Aston Martin factory is, is going up for sale. Or they're, they're selling everything from the old Aston Martin factory. So, Jamie, you can buy... For example, I actually want to bid, and I want to see if bidding's opened yet on it. Um, you can buy Aston Martin Formula 1 team's septic tank. <laughs> what are you going to do with Aston Martin's septic It's tank? 21 feet long! <laughs> and it's gonna be like 7 that foot wide. From the, from the Simpsons movie. I'm literally going to have to... Lake. Well, well, the thing is, of course, I'm going to have to try and drive at home, I think, from Doncaster. Oh, that's near my end. Get up. Sorry, Northamptonshire, even. It's oh, being sold from, near. in fact. No, you're nowhere near you. So what I'm going to have to do is literally shovel Fernando, Al- Fernando Alonso and Lance Stroll's poo into the boot of my car 
straps a septic tank to the roof, and then I'm sure there's some DNA cloning place out in China that I can create my own Fernando Alonso <laughs> out of his feces. I don't really want that, though, to be honest. Unless it came with the money. It's kind of like the only reason you'd have Lance strolled around, isn't it? I, I, I want that septic tank. I'm going to be taking you on a journey this week. But you can That's buy their terrible. septic tank. You can buy, and I think the direct quote from the website was the uh, ornaments from the Aston Martin guest bathroom, um, which I'm guessing includes a wet floor sign in the bin. It's incredible, Jamie. It's absolutely incredible. I like. There's so many cool things to look on. Um, it, the, the septic tank is sunken into the ground currently, but it is to be disconnected, dismantled, and removed by... I've got to remove it! Oh, dear. I even get to you remove get, the septic tank. Now nah, well, I'll lift that out. It's only 21 feet long. I mean, it depends <laughs> how much poo's in there, I suppose. That's the really... a fire extinguisher. I might bid for a fire extinguisher. Get yourself an Aston Martin. Treat yourself, Jamie. You've earned it. <laughs> I reckon that would be a great podcast background. It's just a septic tank along the back of my floor, <laughs> just in this room. That would be incredible. Great smell as well. Yeah, imagine. Yeah, imagine you try and bring someone around. You know, you know, have a look, have a look at my office. Yep, there's my Aston Martin septic tank. Why is it just on the floor? You know, nowhere else to put it. Be great fun. Great. I don't know when that. I mean, that auction opens today. It has gone off the rails, but that auction opens today, and I'm winning it. I do not care at the cost. Um, anyway, Jamie, um, quiz. You you did actually give me a good segue into the quiz really early on, and then very quickly cut me off, oh, uh, which I was well, quite apologies. upset by. So, of course, Jamie, this weekend it is the ten year anniversary since Fernando Alonso last won a Formula One race. Indeed. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, thirteen answers, Jamie, to this quiz. Should be quite an easy one, to be honest, I feel. Okay. Name me every Grand Prix driver that's won a race since. Oh, oh well, is... I haven't I haven't given you a timer. Give me easy. um <coughs> j- just three, two, one, go. Uh Vettel, Rosberg, Hamilton. Uh yeah. Raikkonen. Yeah. Uh Ricardo, Verstappen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bottas. Yeah. That's not any. That's not that anymore, are they? Uh, 2019 would have been the same again. Uh, Gasly. Ocon. Yeah. yeah. Three more. Science Leclerc. Yeah. One more. Oh, oh Perez. Yes, there you go. Good man. I was going to say, you definitely had not mentioned Perez yet, and I was getting worried there. To be honest, I was was impressed you remembered Science. Very, very good job done there. And that that was all done in 40 (laughs) seconds as well. So, very impressed uh, with that one. Yeah, modern F1 knowledge. If you go post-2008, it's top. Not going to (laughs) lie. Top or dangerous? Uh, Probably both. Like, need to touch grass, dangerous. Yeah, yeah. If you probably go outside, yeah. Touch grass, Jamie. Touch grass. Um, I guess the last thing we've got to do then, Jamie, is predictions for one of the more off-the-rails shows we've done. Yes. Pole position, top three. You can go first. Brilliant. Max, Max, Checo, (laughs) Hamilton. I reckon Alonso's going to get shafted this weekend. Uh, Because I'm buying the septic tank. Max, pole. Yep. Alonso race win. Right, okay. (laughs) Okay, I'm liking this. Gives us some clickbait. Max, second... And 
<laughs> I almost said stroll. We're going Paris third. <laughs> okay, interesting. So you believe fully in El Plan. I am yeah. just here to upset the Alonso fans. Alonso to take the lead off the start and then just not get overtaken. 2013 style kind exactly. of thing. Wonderful, wonderful. Is there anything else to add, Jamie? I think we've done pretty well there, haven't we? I think we have. Thank you all, as always, so much for watching slash listening. If you have enjoyed, please do make sure you leave a like, uh, get yourself subscribed, follow us on all our various social medias. Like we said, uh, deep fakes and um, news aggregate stories coming very, very soon over on the Twitter sphere. <laughs> but we will be back very, very soon then with more Knowing Wheel. <laughs>